Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Weight Loss in the Mind 2.0. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton, along with the Zen Master of Weight Loss, Matt Fury. Hey, Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Scott. Awesome, awesome. All right, we're going to get right into it because one of the things we promised last week was we were, you were going to share the one thing to do when you exercise that's going to immediate, well, it's going to guarantee to drop some inches around the waist. But before we get into that, I was thinking, you know, we should go for a cup of coffee after our, our show. Well, I'd love to join you for that, Scott. The only thing is, is that I've given it up. What? You've given up coffee? Yeah. Believe okay. it or not, believe it or not, I have. So that's why you've been dragging your ass around for the last four or five days. No, no, actually, uh, I haven't been. Uh, really? I've been getting as much done as I normally do, but uh, without without coffee. And, you know, and it's a funny thing because I've drank coffee out of habit, not because I get this incredible buff that I have to have in order to function. Uh, I just mostly, I get up in the morning, I do my exercise, my deep breathing, and everything, and I'm already wired. Wow. So it was simply a habit of uh, I like to taste, I like to have it, and so, on, but, uh, so you didn't you're so you didn't have any addictive like withdrawal symptoms or anything? Like, no, none at all. None at all. No. So do you think no. that's because I know a lot of people when they try to quit coffee they're just like bears and they're miserable and they're they're uh, I mean it's worse than cocaine withdrawal and stuff like that and so um, you didn't have anything like that, eh? No, I don't think so. Uh, not, nothing like that, and I, I think it's because my energy is already up there from the exercises I do, the breathing and meditations and all that that I do. It's already up there, and so um, there was no reason to have it in the first place. Okay. Uh, but so yeah, why, I thought. Why did you I thought? Sorry, go ahead. I was, gonna, but I got to ask this question before I forget. What? Why did you decide all of a sudden, like, you thought, well, maybe I shouldn't be drinking coffee? Like, well, First of all, how much were you drinking? And secondly, why did you decide to cut it out if, if it didn't really give you a buzz and stuff? Good question. So on the high end, uh, I would have three or four cups a day. On the low end, one to two. And the reason, there, there's a number of reasons I've stopped. Uh and none of them having to do with, well, I need to end this addiction. Um, simply, uh, I, I wanted to stop because I really believe that, that the whole key to your health is, can be found in your kidneys and your adrenals. They have a lot to do with sex function. They have a lot to do with uh, ridding your body of toxic waste through the form of urine, and they have a lot to do with this thing called hormones. And your adrenals especially have a huge role in hormone secretion in your body. And if you are mm -hmm. constantly uh, putting yourself, putting something into your body that is sending fight-or-flight responses to your adrenals, 
saying, kick in, man, we got to go. Well, that's okay now and then, but on a daily basis, I think it puts an unnecessary tax on your adrenals, and therefore your hormone levels are not going to be as good as they would be without it. And that was simply it. I mean, you so, could look at me. What you're really saying is is that in the, in the good old days when we had saber-toothed tigers running around, we'd be, you know, doing our gathering, hunting type thing, and all of a sudden the saber-toothed tiger shows up, and we go, oh, shit, excuse me, I, we got to run, and our adrenals would just give us this jolt of energy, and off we would go, you know, and, and run. And or escape or or what or we would sit there and we would fight and we needed to be able to go from a relatively relaxed state to a hyper alert state in a very short right. period of time and that of course is something that would happen once in a while as Stone Age men and women but if we're taking our coffee what you're saying is you're almost in that state constantly and that's uh, that wears the body out because we're not set up to be in that state 24/7. Exactly, and it can lead to what uh, is known as adrenal fatigue. Mm. Now, I don't have adrenal fatigue, but a lot of people do, and uh, they're just they're they are stressed out to the max, and so they feel they have to have coffee, et cetera, et cetera, just to survive and just to get through the day. What kind of signal is that sending? So I looked at this in terms of well, you know, I'm doing great, I'm feeling great, but this is one thing that I'm concerned about because if I'm continually adding this unnecessary uh, energy taxation to my own body, sooner or later it adds up. Yeah. And, and so th that was the one reason. But the second reason, which is, um, a big one as well had to do with the realization and this is something I just kind of ignored before but we've talked about how when you do the exercises that I teach how you just naturally start moving toward the right choices mm -hmm. you start eating organic fruits and vegetables you rid yourself of the fats and the oils that are destructive to the body and so on. Well, lo and behold, why is it that people don't eat fruits and vegetables that are commercially raised? Why, why is it that people want organic fruits and vegetables? It's because, it's because they want to be eating a food that doesn't have the pesticide and the herbicides and the other chemicals that are used to treat commercially raised produce like that. Right. Well, so there's pesticide in the in the production of coffee. Tons. In I fact, have no idea about that. Right, and I think most people don't. And I myself, as much as I know, this is something that I was like, I just it didn't click. It didn't register with me until one of my mentors, Ted Nicholas, who's a cancer survivor, uh, 11 years uh, without cancer, and his wife is like 30 years without cancer, wow, uh, both of the survivors, and we were putting together this course uh, a week ago.
on um, curing yourself uh, for can- of cancer once and for all. And over the, during the course of the interview, we discussed not only uh, how people get cancer and how they cure it, but how how did Ted himself get it, and what was the reason, and so on and so forth, and what what did he do to um, to make his health so that he not only recovered from the cancer but has lived free of it for 11 years. Well, one of the things that he talked about was coffee. Mm. Now, self will enjoy a cup of coffee now and then. And so I'm not saying that I've given it up permanently forever and I'll never have another cup. I think that's the fastest way to drive you into the coffee bean store. Right. Uh, but, but I have uh, been free of it completely for three days. And uh, the two days prior to, I just had a small, like a half of a cup. But the reason why is Ted said flat out that there's more pesticides sprayed on coffee beans than almost anything. Wow, and I so, had no idea. had no idea. So not only are you drinking something that's taxing your adrenals, but the pesticides, a lot of people, women especially, you know, where they have cellulite and, man, how do I get rid of the cellulite? Well, the cellulite is stored in the fascia, the protective layers in between the muscles and protect the organs of the body. A lot of these pesticides go into the fascia and, and into the cells there, and that's what contributes to this weight gain and to this feeling of I can't get rid of this last, you know, bit of cellulite or this last bit of fat. And if the, if the same people get all the pesticides out of their food and the fruits and vegetables and so on, they immediately experience a, a robust health. There's yeah. an immediate improvement. And so for me to then hear, oh, my God, here I, I don't touch fruits and vegetables that aren't organic. Yeah. You know, unless I'm in a restaurant and, you know, no other choice. But 99% of the time, I'm getting organic fresh fruits and vegetables. And so for me to then hear, uh, there's more pesticides on coffee than almost anything, that was a real shock. And so I immediately implemented the change. Right. And the change was to cut back from two a day to one, and that was easy to do. In fact, I didn't even have one. I had half of one. And then I knew when when my response to that was nice that, all right, just go cold turkey and get off it completely. Yeah. And one of the things that people don't always realize, Matt, is that <clears throat> one of the functions of fat is to protect ourselves from toxins. So if you're in taking a, a whole pile of pesticides, that's a toxin. It's there to kill uh, bugs and stuff like that or, or whatever it's supposed to kill it's supposed to kill something and you've got that in your body your body will say oh here's a, a toxic substance and it will create fat around that substance to protect us right. and so and then we put on weight so part of the reason that a lot of people are overweight is they have so much toxin in their body that their body right. is doing that in order to protect itself so the less you can I mean, a friend of mine says the first thing you have to do is stop digging the hole or stop digging your grave right so if you're doing something that's putting a lot of toxins in your in your body, like 
certain fruits and vegetables if they're not organic or now we know about coffee uh, and, and also it can be the environment we're in, the air that we're breathing, the water we're drinking, all that sort of stuff. You have to stop doing that and once you stop doing that, you start feeling better. I think what happens is, is the toxins overwhelm our bodies. We feel bad and then we think, oh, I can get some energy from coffee and we've just created this downward cycle. Yeah, exactly. And you know, the, the reality of the situation is, is that you can get organically grown coffee too. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't want to give it up for one day, for three days, or, or, or at all, uh, you can just go get some organic, organic coffee that isn't sprayed with the pesticides and, and other chemicals and, and you're all set. And, and personally, uh, that, if I'm going to have it in the future, that's that's what I'm looking at. But right now, it's really um, really good to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I don't have to have it in order to go through my my day mm-hmm. and, and get everything done and to have high energy and so on and so forth. I may choose to have a cup tomorrow, or you know. But I'm definitely not going to go back to the everyday because of the stress on the on the adrenals and the kidneys. Yeah, and that's a key thing. Also, and also, definitely, uh, I can never look at because of what Ted taught in that in the uh, program we created. I can never look at coffee the same ever again. Right. And when I see somebody in a restaurant for breakfast or whatever, showing up with the coffee jug and saying, you want coffee, right? Yeah. I, I put the jug and I see a pot full of pesticides. And I say, uh, no, not today. I'll just have water. Okay. And and then, you know, what's really funny is when the waitress then says, yeah, it's not really very good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like the drug pusher on the corner, right? On this right. corner, yeah. Here, have this. Not good for you, but uh, you know, I'm I've been told to to push it. So here you go. Yeah, yeah but there's there so many people who have chronic fatigue and they have uh, adrenal fatigue and so on and so forth. And, and what they're really what they really got is a body that's loaded with toxins. Yeah. And and so through exercise and through proper diet. And so on, you can really make a dent. Uh, I, I mean, these are things that you can do to make, to easily make progress. Yeah. Just get the junk, stop, like you said, stop digging the hole, figure out and find out, and it's an ongoing thing. It's an, uh, because we don't all have all the answers for eternity. And so, you're gonna meet people you're going to listen to what we're talking about. And Scott and I are meeting people who we get another piece of the puzzle. We say, okay, add that in. And, you know, another one of them, another one of the pieces is water. Okay, yeah, all right. Well, I drink, I'm careful in water. I don't drink the tap water. I drink bottled water. Okay, yeah, but what kind of bottle? Well, plastic. All right, well, do a little research on that. You might want to instead drink out of glass bottle instead of plastic. And, again, that's another piece to this. And so it isn't a deal where we run around afraid all day long, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. No, it's simply having made a choice to 
fundamental choice to be as healthy as you possibly can. And once that choice is made, look for what the healthiest choices, the sub-choices you can make that lead you to that ideal that you are in, uh, that you're moving toward. And so if you do that, then somebody else gives you another piece to the puzzle of health. Instead of going, oh, no, another change, you welcome the change. You're like, oh, mm -hmm. thank you for telling me that. I'm so glad to know that. And that's really where your mind plays such a key role here, is if you're looking to uh, have somebody confirm that everything you're doing is already right, well, then this isn't the program for you because you and I are always looking for that edge. What is the next little thing I can add to my daily habit sheet to, uh, to what I'm doing and to what I'm not doing that's going to give me even more life, that's going to give me even more energy? That's right. That's excellent. So... I guess what you're really saying is is when you get up in the morning, instead of having a cup of coffee, do some deep breathing exercises or do, do some good poses. Like we talk a lot about different poses. Because really the way we hold our body can affect the way our emotional states, right? So if you Absolutely. Start, so you start off with a good emotional state. You get up instead of... Uh, what most people, I think, do is they get up, they realize, oh, I'm, I'm late, so they rush around, they grab a cup of coffee, they jump into their car, and they're away, you know, and they're doing their makeup or combing their hair or shaving uh, on, the, on, the, on the highway as they, as they head to work. And, you know, get up 20 minutes earlier, do some good you know, poses, and then do some deep breathing. You'll have a, you know, have a good breakfast, have some good fruit, some organic fruit, and so basically replace a destructive behavior with a uh, con constructive behavior. And then yeah. go ahead. Yes. And also think about it as well is that your adrenals and kidneys have a, a, a major job to do, a huge job. Not only filtering out the toxins and, you know, getting urine to the bladder, but they in the whole Chinese way of, of looking at this, your kidneys have control of your sex organ. They are lower back pain and knee pain is linked to kidney deficiency. Mm. Even free and all of this is all linked back to the kidneys. So now the adrenals sit right on top of the kidneys. Your adrenals are about the size of a walnut but weigh about as much as a grape. Yet they are instrumental in kicking out the hormones that your body needs to be healthy. And so if you're constantly under stress, your body isn't kicking out growth hormone to help you and to give you muscle and to uh, help you burn fat. It's kicking out cortisol. And then when that's kicking out, guess what happens? You don't feel right and you're getting fatter and fatter and you don't understand why. And so what you just described, if you just eliminate the coffee from the early morning scenario and you're not drinking coffee but you're still frantically running around, you're 
always feeling like, oh, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late, to the point where you got to comb your hair and put on makeup and whatever, use deodorant, brush your teeth in the car on the way to work, what signal is that sending to your kidneys and adrenals? Fight or flight or cool, calm, and collected. Right. And if it's fight or flight, your adrenals are kicking out the wrong hormone. And that is not good when it comes to weight loss and the mind-body. That's right. That's right. And uh, I'll tell you, living a life where you're in a, in a relaxed state, uh, productivity, believe it or not, goes up, and you get more done, and you have more fun, and you don't snap at your loved ones or the guy driving down the road <laughs> who you thought cut you off, right? All those things stop happening because you just you're in your flow of your life as opposed to constantly being stressed out. Right. And it all and starts first thing in the morning. Yeah, and so what you gotta do in addition to uh thinking twice before you drink a, a bunch of pesticides in your coffee each day Think twice about it and say, do I really want that to go into the fat cells of my body? Ah, no, A. And B, once you're not drinking the coffee, start becoming aware of when you're going into this fight-or-flight stress mode and catch yourself and say, wait a minute here. I'm not out in the jungle right now. I'm not running for my life. I'm simply going to work. So stop it. Calm down. Breathe a little deeper and realize you'll be okay. <laughs> That's right. And I think the key to it is uh, the breath. Yeah. Stop. Take a nice breath. I'm, re I'm reminded of uh, when one of my sons was about four. He fell, stubbed his toe, banged his finger, was mad at me. I don't really recall what he was upset about, but he was hysterical, crying, and, you know, the bottom lip sticks out and quivers. And, and uh, so I, I noticed that he wasn't breathing. So I said mm -hmm. to him, okay, Jason, breathe. You know, take a breath in. So he took this breath in and stopped crying immediately, yeah. right? And then he realized he had stopped crying, and he says, no, 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 I'm upset. So he started crying again. And I said, wait, no, take another breath. And he did, and he couldn't cry. So then he realized, and he started crying again. And I said, no, no, keep breathing, keep breathing. And it became, a, and he started laughing, right, because he, he couldn't cry when he was breathing. He could only cry when he held it all tight and stopped breathing, right? And, of course, I kept telling him to breathe, and I started laughing, and he started laughing. It was the quickest turnaround from absolute temper tantrum to hysterical laughter I'd ever seen in my life. And all because he started breathing. Yes, exactly. Quickest way to reduce the stress. So we better get to the secret that we've been promising. Yeah, that's right, because we don't want to run out of time and make him wait another week. So, Matt, yeah. I've been dying to find out and to ask you, what is the one thing I can do when I'm going for my walk, when I'm going to, to hot yoga, when I'm exercising in the gym, when I'm riding my bike, that's going to make a huge impact on my waistline? Well, this one thing is really interesting because it involves awareness 
of your midsection, your abdominals, in a way you've probably never heard before. Okay. And not awareness of how much fat do you have, but awareness of how much muscle do you have. And now I want you to, no matter what exercising, exercise you're doing, in terms of, let's say you're doing chin-ups or pull-ups, or you're doing push-ups or squats, or simply holding a pose. While you're doing that exercise, squeeze and contract your abdominal muscles. Okay. And But you're still breathing. You're still breathing deeply and fully. But while you're doing so, you keep those abdominal muscles contracted. And this is a secret that I learned from Eddie Barron. He's one of my friends. He's a guy who uh, is a student of mine, actually. Yeah. But after he my combat conditioning book in the year 2000, he thought it was a joke because he was a weightlifter and everything. And then he found out he couldn't do the exercises in the book, and they challenged him even more than weight. Uh, in his mid-30s, after reading my book and getting on all the exercises, he thought, well, I want to take it a step further. He found a gymnastics place in California that would teach an adult how to do gymnastics. He became a pretty good gymnast and then became a coach within a couple of years. And one of the things that Eddie really stresses is no matter what exercise you're doing, squeeze those abdominals. And if you do that, you'll blowtorch the fat off your body. And, cool. and yeah, and he did this with his, he has a twin brother who got married and had a couple kids and stopped working out and gained, I don't know, 30 pounds or so. And Eddie took him under his wing, taught him the body weight exercise he was doing. Some he learned from me, some he learned on his own in gymnastics and really stressed that whole thing about the abdominals. And within three months, his twin brother was looking like a machine, man. Wow. Um, and so this is this is key. I've used it uh, myself. I've taught it to other people. And in every case, the results that people get are so dramatic and so fast that they're stunned. It's almost like, you know, it's almost like you're waving a magic wand, but you, you got to do a little more than that. you got to squeeze your abs while you wave the magic wand. <laughs> so there, there it is. I mean, I could be going for a walk, and all i got to do is make sure that I'm just contracting my abs as I'm walking. Right, and you don't have to have it at full contraction the whole time, but you want to have, you want to have that area pulled in. You want to have some consciousness and awareness there. And Jack LaLanne and... Or Paul Bragg's teacher, Jack LaLanne, uh, uh, Paul, I mean, Jack LaLanne's teacher, Paul Bragg, always used to say, uh, and, and Jack LaLanne has repeated it, that fat can only accumulate on the body in an area where there's the least amount of exercise or the least amount of movement. So that's why so we see no fatty feet. That's why we see no fat what? On your feet. Like most people, you look at their feet, they're not really fat, or their ankles. Right. There's not, I mean, <clears throat> severely obese people, yeah, because it's everywhere. But, I mean, if you look at somebody who's 
walking along and they might have a little bit of a paunch, maybe wide hips. Look at their ankles. Oh, they have nice ankles, right? Yeah, right, and their wrists and so on. But, yeah, so... Because they're always so moving those spots. They're moving those areas, right? And so you want to make sure that that midsection you're holding in tight. And the more time you spend doing it, of course, the more exercise it gets and the tighter it will become. And so this is a, a real simple secret and that anybody can begin implementing right away. Cool. That's Yeah, it's a very simple, easy to do, not something that I would have thought of if you hadn't told me about it, though. And what exercise does it not work? There's no exercise that you can't do this. Yeah. And so even if you're sitting in your car driving around or you're sitting at a stoplight, you've always got time to squeeze your abs. That's right. I mean, what happens, like I'm sitting here, I, when I sit at my desk, I have a ball, I don't have a chair. And mm -hmm. uh, But as I'm sitting here, I notice that as you're talking, I'm, I'm flexing my abs, and all of a sudden I'm sitting up straighter. <laughs> it's like right. really I'm sitting up straighter, my posture is better. Uh, thinking, wow, this is different, right? So and it, as we all spend so much time at normally, most the average person at a desk sitting in a car, this is a great thing to do and you can be doing it for hours and hours and hours as an additional without taking up any time because you're doing it as you're doing something else. That's right. And better yep. posture, you make you feel better, you're more in line, your energy flows easier. It's a big one. You, you got it. So what are we going to give them next time? And we got a next secret for next time. We're going to have another secret. I think we should talk a little bit more about uh, breathing and some of the uh, Chinese uh, poses and exercises that uh, that you. I mean, remember you talking about this fellow that you saw when you were in China? I think the last time, and you ran down because he was doing whatever he was doing, and you just you wanted to find out more about it, and you you actually ran down yeah. from your hotel room because I think one of the things that I know from I have, what I have learned in the last couple of years is the power of poses because I've been doing a lot of yoga where we hold positions and when you look at uh, you know I've seen people in parks doing qigong or tai chi or whatever it is moving their arms around and I just think like you know is that a relaxing meditation? Is that really exercise? Does that really help you get fit? And I think that's an area that uh, we should talk about more because it's amazing because of our, my experience with you and my experience with hot yoga, the power that comes from not moving, which you would think wouldn't give you, make you stronger, right? And I think we should delve into that more because my youngest son, who's no longer, you know, four or five, he's like 17, outweighs me by at least 20 to 30 pounds and uh, is a couple inches taller than me. We wrestle and he'll jump on my back and I'm holding all of him in the air, right, and moving him around while he's on my back. And he's going like, holy smokes, are you ever strong? He doesn't, he really can't figure out why that is, right? And I attribute a lot of it to uh, to doing these poses the last uh, couple of years. So I think that's what we should talk about. Okay, we'll we'll make it happen. We will make it happen. And I'm making a note in my calendar for next week, so that 
we don't forget. <laughs> yeah. I have a good memory, but it's a lot better when I write it down on a piece of paper. Well, between the two of us, it won't be any problem whatsoever. That's right. Yeah. All right, everybody, you've been listening to Weight Loss in the Mind 2.0, www.freeweightlosspodcast.com. You can uh, check out some videos, check out our previous episodes, learn lots of cool things. And if you want to know and delve more into effortless weight loss or weight loss without effort, how, how, what did you call it again? Man, we've called it so many things. <laughs> I, I said weight loss for the mind, the body, effortless effort, effortless ease. We've got so many ways to describe what we're doing. But, uh, I like I the effortless weight loss myself. I yeah. Or without effort. It was just like... Weight oh. loss without willpower. Sorry. Sorry. Weight loss without willpower. That was the one I was trying to remember. Weight loss without willpower. Like the whole idea of being able to breathe, to be able to hold your body in a certain way and totally change your mindset or your emotional state is uh, is, total, is is really incredible. And, uh, you know, you've shown that. You've proven that. And if somebody wanted to find out more about that, they would go where, Matt? They'd go to mattfury.com, and you can look at the product section. I actually have this wonderful, wonderful product called Weight Loss Without Willpower. And I just got another testimonial yet today, a man talking about how effortless it has been for him. He's down 10 pounds, his blood work is improved, and his nice. nutrition that he sees doesn't even know what he's doing. He's following my program. And she says, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. All right, so uh, take a look at your coffee consumption, everybody. And maybe you want to give your adrenals, uh, adrenal glands uh, a break, a little vacation, a little holiday. And if you decide to do that, make sure that you get up a few minutes early, do some deep breathing, just you know, expand those lungs, have uh, some organic vegetable fruit in the morning. Start job. Any last words, Matt? Absolutely, but we're going to save them for next go <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us, everybody. See you next time. Bye bye.